Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. Your host, Kevin Wilson, is going to be taking us on this journey, and we hope you enjoy it. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Wilson. Welcome again to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures, they point to Jesus. Hello, my name is Kevin. So glad to be with you as we wrap up Job today, week 28, day five, Job 40 through 41, Repentance and Restoration. And as always, you can access our reading plan in the show notes. The final two chapters of the book of Job pulls the reader back to the covenant-keeping God who restores and redeems all things. In Job 41, Job is still under the microscope as God continues to thunder question after question towards this broken, finite man who is face-to-face with the creator of the universe. In Job 42, we see the great sea creature Leviathan mentioned. Can you draw out Leviathan with a fish hook or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make pleas to you? Will he speak to you soft words? Will he make a covenant with you to take him for your servant forever? This passage's primary purpose is not to find out what this massive sea creature is, whether it is Bohemoth that is mentioned or whether it is Leviathan who is mentioned. Could it be some prehistoric beast or something lurking at the bottom of the ocean like the Loch Ness monster of something of lore? No, that's not the point of this passage. We get lost in the point of this passage if we believe that that's what the point is. The point of the passage is not to wonder at this great beast, no matter really how wondrous it could be, but to springboard off its majestic form to the majestic presence of the one who formed and brought it into creation. Whether it is a mountain range, a sunset, or a great beast, all of creation points us back to the creator and his splendor. Job's response is simple and plain, and he has finally come face to face with the majesty and glory of God. He can only do one thing. That one thing is repent. His self-righteousness has been eradicated, and he repents. Then Job answered and said in chapter 42, beginning in verse 1, I know you can do all things, and there's no purpose of yours that can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I've uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I do not know. Here I will speak. I will question you and make it known to me. I've heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and action and ashes. Again, his response is repentance. But what is God's response? Restoration, this great covenant-keeping God. Job 42, 12 through 17. And the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 100 yoke of oxen, and 100 female donkeys, a sign of great wealth in this day. He also had seven sons and three daughters, and he called them by name. And in the land, there was no women so beautiful as Job's daughters. Their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. And after this, Job lived 140 years. He saw his sons and his sons' sons, four generations. And Job died, an old man full of age and days. Where do we see Jesus in this great covenant-keeping God? 
Sometimes when we think of God, we think of him in such a presence, and we would call it the uh, immensity of God, or um, we would understand that God is holy and large, but the practical person of the incarnation of Christ, the intimacy that we see with Jesus is something that's amazing. We see a microcosm of restoration and repentance as Jesus meets Peter on the shore. John 21, verse 15, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show him what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Complete restoration for Peter. And anyone who looks to the cross of Jesus, the resurrected, empty tomb, complete and utter restoration. That is the story of Job. Not only suffering, but restorative restoration. And that's what we are to do. In a world full of suffering, in a world full of brokenness, in a world full of sin, we run with the ministry of reconciliation and the gospel on our hearts, closing the gap that people experience each and every day. Well, I hope that you join us again on the Jesus Everyday Podcast because we are going to begin a seven-week, I said a seven-week study through the Psalms. So join us again next week on the Jesus Everyday Podcast as we will begin looking at the Psalms. Can't wait to see you next week. Have a great week.